1: I'm Justine Willis-Toms. Welcome to the New Dimensions Cafe. Today, I'm hosting Richard J. Leiter and David A. Shapiro, and they are the co-authors of Who Do You Want to Be When You Are Old? The Path of Purposeful Aging. And I'm speaking with Richard and David at their homes by remote connection. Welcome, Richard. Welcome, David, to the New Dimensions Cafe. Thanks, Justine. Been looking forward to this.
2: Great. That's Richard. Likewise, thanks so much, Justine. This is David.
1: Yes, great. Thank you. Well, so much of your work through the decades has been supporting people to find their purpose. And now you've expanded that work to include the process of aging. And well, we're all aging while actually embedded in a culture that's obsessed with youthfulness. So what would you both consider to be one piece of advice you could share with us about how we might take charge of our aging with power and agency?
3: This is Richard and I would say that I did a PBS special called The Power of Purpose a few years back. It was shown in 400 cities across the country and I was out there live With uh, some of those cities. And what I learned was this purpose is not a luxury. Purpose is fundamental to health, to healing, to happiness, and ultimately to longevity. You can live as much as seven and a half to 10 years longer with a positive aging mindset. So, what I would like to leave with people, or what I would like to lead with people, is that they look at their own mindset about aging. Ageism is alive and well in society. We know this, but we can change that game for ourselves and with our own contemporaries in certain ways. And so uh, I think the key thing for me is that purpose is fundamental and it has a whole lot to do with how we age.
2: And I would lead with the idea of growing old rather than just getting old. We're all getting older, but not all of us are growing as we age. Um, And so in the book and in the message that we take from this, we really want to embrace the idea of growing older, growing whole, not just old.
1: I guess what I'm hearing is that we become lifelong learners. We stay in a state of curiosity rather than just sort of setting up our tent and saying, "Okay, it's all over and decline from here.
2: Yeah, it's our chance to be the person we always meant to be. Um, And it's not the person we were always meant to be. It's our opportunity to do those things, to be that person that we intended to be all along. And we see growing old, growing whole as that opportunity.
3: I would add, Justine, just uh, growing whole. What does that mean? I think I'm whole. Well, when you look at interviewing and talking with and being with people who are aging and Interviewing them for books like ours. There are uh five things that they that come up consistently. Purpose is part of wholeness, having a sense of purpose, having a reason, a why, a reason to get up in the morning, spirituality, finding a sense of the bigger picture beyond ourselves, wellness or well-being is the third thing that people in turn they might not have paid attention to their wellness or their well-being because they were too busy working or whatever. And fourth is relationships. Oftentimes people get to a point where they've been very successful and yet very lonely. And the fifth is community. And that is that so many people as they want to grow whole are hungering for a community. So it can be one of those or all of those, but usually none of us are perfect. You know, we've done things and we had to let go of other things. And so we we look at the, what part of this do we want to pay more attention to.
1: Thank you for those five. And also thank you, David, for mentioning the person we intended to be. We can do that right now. And I would like to unpack that part just a little bit. Right now let's say I'm 75 years old, well, actually, I'm 81 myself, but uh, when we're, let's say, in our 70s, you're not really talking about starting a whole new career. It's not about manifesting success in that way. I think you're talking about something else.
2: Yeah, it's not about the what. It's about the who. It's not about what you are or what you do. It's who you are, this opportunity to really uh, become in the fullness of of who you are. So that's why why we emphasize the who do you want to be, not what do you want to be.
3: And it might be a new career, actually. The fastest growing entrepreneurial cohort in the country is women 60 and over. And so it could be that. But the reality is that people want to be relevant. And it could be through volunteering. It could be through... uh, in their family or their faith-based community. or But the relevance has to do with showing up and being engaged, not just uh, sending in a check, so to speak. And that's the way they meet new people. That's the way they feel relevant in certain ways. And so I'm not a big advocate or go out and volunteer. For some people, that's the right way. For some people, many people that I've coached or been in seminars with over the years the, the 40 to 60% of the people, I mentioned this to you earlier, Justine, before David came on, 40 to 60% of the people actually want to find a vocation in midlife. Mm. and around age 50, you know, the biggest dip in depression in the country measurable is age 47. Well, what's that all about? Well, if you're going to live 30 years or 40 years longer... You're going to have to figure out. You can't do the same thing for the rest of your life, just over and over and over. So what are the new choices?
1: You know, I recently watched an interview that Jen Psaki was doing. It was kind of at the end of her segment, and she was talking with Dan Kildee, and he was a representative from Michigan in the House of Representatives in Congress, and he was going to retire. He had had a bout of cancer, and he said that he was cured from that, but he he's refocusing his life, and he's going to leave the uh, house. And she said, oh, so you're retiring? And he said, well, no. <laughs> he said, I'm just changing jobs and he said, I don't know what I'll be doing, but I know I will be contributing in yeah. the community in some way. And that's what you're talking
3: about. I think it's like 37 members of Congress are leading right now, maybe more. Yeah. And when you listen to what they're doing, I don't hear any of them saying, I'm retiring and going to play golf. I think they're, they're looking at what's next and this isn't the next for them
1: just look at our former president Jimmy Carter yeah and in, amazing yeah after he left office I mean he continued to just really contribute in a huge way.
3: one of the people who has endorsed our work has been the late Walter Mondale who went on to become many many things but all the way up to the very last breath he was I was a neighbor him I can look at his house right here but he he was an endorser of our work. And because he thought that what we were talking about was important for people of all ages, and he was not bragging about himself, but he was a mentor for so many people and involved in so many ways. And so he would be another example like Jimmy Carter.
1: You mentioned Richard Community, and we're living in very, you know, Polycrisis times, in some yeah. ways, uh, yeah. that I think the need for community is becoming more and more apparent and needful. Well,
3: I, I am in my 80th year, and I live in a small community here. However, I am looking at a new dimension of community, and it has less to do with the place itself and more to do with who's in that place. And how they're aging, and how they're willing to have conversations about, it. and so for myself personally, I'm not starving for it, but I'm I'm very interested in, um, particularly as a male, with men who are evolving and growing whole, as David talked about, who are growing whole and are willing to be in a, even a just a, for a beer or a lunch or a breakfast. In a conversation about growing as opposed to golfing or with the weather or grandkids or those are all okay but to me i'm so bored with those conversations i can't even tell you how much i i walk out and my wife says to me she says my god you're just so impatient i went i don't have time to be part of these conversations anymore
1: Right. I get it. I get it. Uh, any comment about community from you, David?
2: I was going to make a plug for um, intergenerational connections.
1: Oh, I love um, that.
2: Yeah. Uh, in my work, you know, I'm fortunate I, I teach at a college, but also I do philosophy with um, second graders, middle school students, high school yeah. students. And the opportunity to make those connections um, across generations uh, is really important. Um, really fulfilling and, and not so much, you know, I'm not imparting my vast wisdom of the ages to young people. I'm learning incredible things from their perspectives and their um, experiences. So you have to find ways in your life to not just hang around with old people.
3: (laughs) So I love David so much. The future belongs to the learners, not the knowers. Uh, we we may know some things, but the fact is uh, where our aliveness comes from is in the learning.
1: Well, I know that the two of you are in the midst of updating the Power of Purpose, yeah, right. and I hope some of this will be included in it. It will. I'm very excited about that.
3: we got to put New Dimensions in there. we got to get that in there. (laughs) Yay, yay,
1: for sure. I'd love that. I'd love that. Well, I just want to thank you both for being with us on the New Dimensions Cafe. It's just always a delight, and I'm so glad you were both able to be here. I've been speaking with Richard J. Leiter and David A. Shapiro, the co-authors of Who Do You Want to Be When You Are Old? The Path of Purposeful Aging. And to find out more about their work, you can go to the website richardleider.com and he spells his last name L-E-I-D-E-R. That's richardleider.com. Or you can get there through the New Dimensions website, newdimensions.org, where you'll find over 1,800 programs in its archive. I'm Justine Willis-Toms. I want to thank you for joining us on the New Dimensions Café. And I invite you, please do join us again.
0: You've been listening to the New Dimensions Café. This series of shorter interviews features many of the remarkable guests also featured on our internationally syndicated one-hour New Dimensions radio series. To access more than a 1,000 hours of programs, to subscribe to our newsletters, or to become a member,